Welcome to this week's sermon as we go through the book of Romans. If you're new here, we'd love to know you and pray for you. Just leave a comment or message below. Get ready as we listen to this week's sermon. Thank you for tuning in to our church online. And we are now right in the middle of Romans, the book of Romans in Romans chapter 8. According to a lot of people, when it comes to the book of Romans, Romans 8 is like the, the meat of the book and that's why this is very crucial and we're taking more than a week to study Romans chapter 8 and last week we we went about and look at Romans 1 8 verse 1 to 17 and today we'll look at Romans 8 verse 18 to 30 all right so this is going to be again jam-packed I won't be able to preach every concept in all these verses but we'll try to get there and we'll try to see where the Spirit leads us. So if you have your Bibles with you, turn it to Romans chapter 8. And let me start in verse 17, which was last week, because we're jumping off from there. Dikit-dikit po yung kwento nito. No? So hindi natin pwedeng kalimutan yung past few weeks and then jump off to Romans 8 as if it's a standalone. It's not. It's like a teleserie, right? Where you have to have context of the past to understand what we're talking about today. And you can actually go to our YouTube where we deposit all the videos there for you to watch from Romans chapter 1 and now we're in Romans chapter 8. And let me read in verse 17. I'm using the NLT version. And since we are His children, we are His heirs. In fact, together with Christ, we are heirs of God's glory. What a wonderful verse last week where we ended. That we are heirs. We would inherit the, the riches and the glory that is in Christ Jesus. Yet He also says, but if we are to share His glory, we must also share His suffering." Parang, wow, what a way to end last week's preaching. Not only do we share in the glory of God, but we share in the suffering of Christ. And this is a central theme in the message of the Bible. That the gospel talks a lot about suffering. That for a Christian, we are not alien to suffering. We are not strangers to suffering. In fact, suffering is a way of life for many people who follow Jesus. The path that we have walked, if we look back in history, it would be a path full of people who died for the faith, who sacrificed for the faith, who were persecuted for the faith, and now we live this kind of life that the Lord has told us that we are dead to sin and alive in Christ, and we have been reconciled with God. We now share in His glory and now also His suffering. And now we jump off from there where we told you last week, that Christ is in us, this Christ in me, in good times and bad times. And from there, we move now to verse 18. Talking about suffering. Yet what we suffer now is nothing compared to the glory or to the intrinsic value of knowing God He will reveal to us later. So Paul was telling us, and he was making a case Na yung suffering that we are experiencing is nothing, is worthless, is meaningless compared to the glory. And the glory means the intrinsic value of knowing this God. Dahil kilala mo raw si Lord, it is nothing worth comparing to the suffering that Christians faced. That's why in the New Testament, in the early church history, when Christians were being burned at stake, 
or eaten by lions, they would gladly sacrifice their life because there was nothing compared to the value of knowing God. Imagine if Christians would live this way. That when we start understanding that suffering is meaningless or has no meaning compared to knowing who God is. Honest question you need to ask yourself today. Kilala mo ba si Lord? Do you know the value of knowing God? And Paul was saying, this value of knowing God is far greater. Cannot even be compared. Let's not even put it in as one sentence together. Suffering versus the value of knowing God. You see, nobody is immune to suffering. Nakita na po natin yan. We're on our sixth month of our global pandemic. Nobody is immune to suffering. We have Christians, we have church members who have died because of the COVID virus. Nobody is immune to suffering. But Christians should have a different response and view of suffering. Iba po dapat ang tingin natin when suffering comes. And we'll discuss that today. And that's why in Romans 8, it is so important because here we would see the power of the presence of God in prayer in the midst of pandemic and trials and tribulations. Verse 19, For the anxious longing of the creation waits eagerly for the revealing of the sons of God. For the creation was subjected to futility or vanity or emptiness, not willingly, but because of Him who subjected it. Explain ko to, no? So, sabi ni Paul, that the world has eagerly is waiting eagerly for the revealing of the sons of God. There's an anxious longing. Ano ba talaga ang solution? Who is the answer? What is the answer to all our problems? We've been through many precedents. We've been through many changes. We've been through many rallies. We've been through many wish lists. And there's a longing of the whole world for the revealing of the sons of God. Why? Because we, the creation, yung katabi mo, ikaw mismo, we were subjected to futility or vanity and emptiness. Look at where the world is now. Many people feel empty. Why? Because many have been taken away from them. Jewelries, cars have no meaning now. Many of the things that you had and collected before, nothing now. Because people choose to pursue the things of the world. There's so much emptiness and they feel it. C.S. Lewis said, It would seem that our Lord finds our desires not too strong, but too weak. Yung mga goals natin, yung mga desires natin sa buhay, sabi, pag tinignan ni Lord, parang, yan na yun? We are half-hearted creatures, fooling around with drink and sex and ambition when infinite joy is offered us. Like an ignorant child who wants to go on making mud pies in a slum because he cannot imagine what is meant by the offer of a holiday at the sea. We are far too easily pleased. C.S. Lewis was saying, Ang mundo, ito po ang ino-offer. Right? Food, 
na malamig, hindi masarap, walang lasa, matamlay ang kulay. But then many of us were trying to go there and eat there and say, wow, wow, wow. But then, nakalimutan natin, si Lord may no offer. Anong offer ni Lord? Buffet. With no social distancing. Pasok ka lang. Eat all you want. Eat all you can. The best from the best chef in the world cooking it for us. Yet, we are far too easily pleased with what the world is offering. Sex. Material stuff that we don't look at what the Lord is offering. Masyado raw tayong mabilis i-please ng mundo na hindi na natin nakita yung option na binibigay ni Lord. In verse 21, In anticipation, that creation, us, itself, will also be set free from its slavery to the corruption into the freedom of the glory of the children of God. So, what was Paul saying? In another version, NLT, but with eager hope. Eager na hope pa, no? Nag-hope ka na, eager ka pa. Parang, Come on, may, parang may, ano ba sa Tagalog yun, yung eager hope? Parang naatat ka. Parang, I, I want it. Right? But with eager hope, the creation looks forward to the day when it will join God's children in glorious freedom from death and decay. We're waiting for that day. The creation looks forward to that day with eager hope. Why? Because one day in many people's lives, they would realize how empty the world is. And now with eager hope, they now see the glorious freedom of what it means not to pursue this that ends in death and decay, but rather choose what God offers us. And Paul was saying in Romans 8, there is something that is going to be revealed, and that's why I want you to hope. I want you to look forward to the day when it will be revealed. That no longer will you pursue this dahil nauntog ka na sa katotohanan na ito walang laman. Ito, sasaya ako ng isa, dalawang araw. Ngunit may binibigay si Lord that I will no longer hunger or thirst because I will be fully satisfied. For we know that all creation has been groaning as in the pains of childbirth right up to the present time. Ang buong mundo raw nag-groan. No? Groaning is parang ano parang yung di mo maintindihan yung sumisigaw siya sa sakit parang isang babaeng nanganganak di ba and umiiri siya in pain right up to this time the world has been groaning what are the groans of the world what are the pains of the world the world is crying this week lumabas there's now 27.3 million unemployed filipinos in the middle of the coronavirus pandemic, according to SWS survey. Imagine, this is not 1 million or 2 or 3 million. This is 27.3 million Filipinos who don't have a job. There's a cry now. We want solutions. We want answers. And maybe you're one of them. You've lost your job. As a businessman, you've closed your business. And, and hundreds of your employees are affected. And there is a cry, a groaning. Lord, paano na to, Lord? 
the thousands of locally stranded individuals all around Metro Manila wanting to go home because they don't have a home. They're stuck and they would willingly sleep on the streets or stay in a crowded place because they don't have a home in Metro Manila and they can't go home to their provinces. There's a cry to go back home. For those who are in the hospital and they have loved ones who are struggling, some to near death because of the virus, there's a cry for an answer. Lord, sana dumating na yung vaccine. And we're holding on. I'm part of so many groups. Facebook, Viber group. We're holding on to any anecdotal evidence or testimonies na dahil ininom ko to, gumaling ako. And we're holding on to this even without any scientific studies. We're, holding, why? we're crying for a solution to the problems that we're facing. Grabe yung tension. Grabe yung iyak. And, and I haven't even mentioned the other sins that the world is into. Sexual trafficking, rape, violence, objectification of women, abortion. So many cries of the world. We are in pain. There's a lot of suffering. The church cannot meet. It's in pain. We're crying. There's like an echo. Sabi ni N.T. Wright, para siyang echo of a voice na may hope, pero hindi natin makita. He says, we need to hear the cry of the world. The cry to be rescued from pain and shame the world brings. We glimpse for a moment a world at one, a world put to rights, a world where things work out, where Societies function fairly and efficiently where we not only know what we ought to do but actually do it. Where we want a glimpse of that. Lord, sana mag-work na. Lord, sana lahat ng gawin ng gobyerno, tama. Lord, sana may, biglang may vaccine na. Lord, sana may social justice. Lord, sana yung human You know, all these things. And then we wake up and we come back to reality. But what are we hearing when we're dreaming that dream? It's as though we can hear, not perhaps a voice itself, but the echo of a voice, the groan. Na, Lord, may pag-asa pa. Kaya pa. This was what Romans 8 was addressing. A voice speaking with calm, healing authority, speaking about justice, about things being put to right, about peace and hope and prosperity for all. The voice continues to echo in our imagination, our subconscious. The voice goes on calling us, beckoning us, luring us to think that there might be such a thing as justice, as the world being put to right, even though we find it so elusive. We're like moths trying to fly to the moon. We all know there's something called justice, but we can't quite get to it. Lahat po tayo dumaan dyan. Halos lahat tayo. High school ako. Nakikita ko ngayon yung mga kabataan. Pinaglalaban yung mga karapatan nila and challenging some of the things that are happening in society. Why? It's the echo of a voice. You know, the, the things, the social injustice that we're seeing and how people now, even online, are rallying towards a cause What's that? It's an echo of a voice. What if we can change the world? But how come it is so elusive? Grab his estates. 
yung racism. And how celebrities, the NBA, even their jerseys now, lahat, mga Black Lives Matter, equality, you know, let them hear your voice. What's that? That's the echo of a voice. They're saying, the world can be a better place. But even with millions and even billions being poured out, how come it seems so elusive? Bakit mismo sa buhay mo? Meron kang hope that things will go right. Yet, it seems like, kaya ba? Will we see this happen? Let's see what Romans 8 will tell us. But before that, I want to sing, but I won't sing. This is a song by you two. It's actually such a deep philosophical song. And this is Bono, who's experienced fame, power, women, and even faith. And he sang a song, one of the best songs of you two for me. And it makes me think, and I hope it makes you think. He says, I've climbed the highest mountain. I've run through the fields only to be with you. I have run, I have crawled, I have scaled this city wall only to be with you. But I still haven't found what I'm looking for. I have kissed honey lips, my love life na siya. Felt the healing in the fingertips, pinagaling pa siya. It burned like fire, this burning desire. And we thought when Prince Charming comes, it's gonna be okay. I have spoke with the tongues of angels, I have held the hand of the devil... You know, I've tried to be good. I've tried to be evil. It was warm in the night. I was cold as stone. May katabi na ako, pero lonely pa rin. I still haven't found what I'm looking for. I believe in the kingdom come. Then all the colors will bleed into one. But yes, I'm still running. You broke the bonds, carried the cross of my shame. You know I believe it, but I still haven't found what I'm looking for. Bono was saying, I've been to church. I've heard the message, but how come I haven't found what I'm looking for? Romans 8.23, we go back to the book. And he says, and we believers, people of God, we also what? Groan. Even though we have the Holy Spirit within us. As a foretaste of future glory, for we long for our bodies to be released from sin and suffering. The creation groans and the believer, the child of God also groans. Even though my Holy Spirit na tayo, why? Because we are also looking forward to the future glory, to the future day when God's kingdom will be established here on earth as it is in heaven so that we will be released from sin and suffering. We too, Wait with eager hope for the day when God will give us our full rights as His adopted children, including the new bodies He has promised us. Ay, gusto ko tong live verse. Papayat na raw ako. <laughs> no more sickness, no more pain, no more backache when you wake up. God, but not only a new body, we wait with eager hope for the day when God will give us our full rights as his adopted children. You know, this week was a sad week for us. We've lost one of our leaders, one of our volunteers, somebody that we love the most. See, Tita Beth, the mother of, uh, of Ethel and the mother-in-law of Pastor Joash. 
She is a woman of faith. She is a woman of God. In fact, when, when she died, I felt like the Lord was saying to me, when you look at her life, you see that she has died to herself. She has sacrificed so many things for her family, for the church, and she has lived her life praising you and glorifying you even in the most mundane things. Sa araw-araw. And I know she was in pain. She was groaning. But she had the Holy Spirit within her. And now she has received her full rights as a daughter of God, being in the presence of the Father, as Romans 8 was saying. And not only that, but she's given a new body. We cry for, our, for the loss of a loved one, yet we rejoice because she's no longer in pain and she is with the Father who is in heaven. The future. When I understand and I have a proper perspective of the future, Kung alam mo anong ending ng buhay. Kung sino mananalo sa huli. Di ba? Iba. Ibang lakad mo, ibang decision mo, ibang priority mo. Dahil alam mo, sino ka kay Lord. We were given this hope when we were saved. If we already have something, we don't need to hope for it. So sabi sa Bible, yung pag-asa, the hope was already given in us. It's already in us. It's in me. I can now hope. Why? Because hope is in me. So no matter what happens in life, right? 2020, right? Not a good year for many. I have hope. I'm looking forward to 2021. I'm looking forward to 2022. Why? I've been given this hope. Am I sad? Mm, a bit, but to a point of super sad? No. Why? There's hope in me. Nawalan ka ngayon ng oportunidad. There's hope. Christ is in you. There's hope. And this is how Christians would see hardship. Lilipas din to. Di ba yung joke natin, sino sa inyo gutom? Lilipas din yan. Ganon din ang problema. Why? We have hope. There's hope. But if we look forward to something we don't yet have, we must wait patiently and confidently and that's why I encourage you, embrace the hope we have in Christ. You don't need to wait for it anymore. It's already in you if you receive Jesus in your life. If you've been reconciled with the Father, Romans 5, you will experience Romans 8. So what's some of, our, some of the call or the echo that we need to have? It's number one. The call to share the hope we have in Christ. Anjane, eh. nasa sayo na yan. The call now is for you to share the hope you have in Christ. Marami kang kaibigan, may anxiety attack. Marami kang kaibigan, kapamilya, nalulungkot, nadidepress. Yung iba may sakit. The call for you, who people of hope, is that you share the hope we have in Christ. Hindi ko na mabilang kung ilang taong natawagan ko in the past six months. And when I call, there's only one goal, to bring hope. Why? Because I have the hope in Christ. Am I affected? Yes, of course, I'm a human being. I can also get emotional. But then when I meditate on God and His nature and my relationship with Him, 
the hope arise. The hope arises in me and I can call again and give hope and give hope and pray for people and give hope. You have the hope in Christ. Sulat nyo yan. I have hope. If you're that person and you know you need to call someone to share the hope we have in Christ, sulat mo sa thread, I have hope. You've got to declare that. Wag mo lang sulat sa Facebook. Declare it. I have hope. I have hope. And this is what I declare over my family. We have hope. The call to share the hope we have because we are in Christ. And look at this. Verse 26. It gets better. And the Holy Spirit helps us in our weakness. For example, we do not know what God wants us to pray for. But the Holy Spirit prays for us with groanings that cannot be expressed in words. Galing, no? Nag-groan yung creation. Ah! Yung Christian nag-groan. Ah! Ano sabi ni Lord? Hindi mo alam ano pag-pray mo. Nag-groan ka. Ah, hirap na ng buhay. Ay, may nag-pray sa'yo. The Holy Spirit is also groaning that cannot be expressed in words. You know, I've got people who pray for me and for our family. I'm so grateful. We have a prayer group. And every time they tell me, oh, I've been praying for you. Oh, feel na feel ko yung lakas. But I want, you to, I want you to think through this verse. The Holy Spirit prays. For who? For you. Right? May mga malalakas ako mga people who pray for me. Yung mga alam mo mga prayer warriors. Pero nothing compared to the Holy Spirit praying for me. And the Father, who knows all hearts, knows what the Spirit is saying. For the Spirit pleads for us believers in harmony with God's own will. So Trinity, Holy Spirit, prays for us. The Father knows Christ is in me. Imagine you tong Romans 8, 26-27. The Trinitarian God prays for us. No? Nag-meet yung tatlo. At sabi nila, pag-pray natin si Josh. Pag-pray na natin tong anak natin. Pag-pray na natin tong nasa hospital. Kasi pray na siya ng pray. Ang dami nagpe-pray sa kanya. Let's pray for that person. The Spirit prays for us. Woo! Lakas! And when we understand this, the call for us is to pray for others knowing that Jesus prays for us. Not everybody knows this except for those who are watching and those who already know this. Now that you've watched this, you already know. The Spirit, the Holy Spirit, the third person in the Trinity prays for you and the Father communicates with the Holy Spirit. And if you know that, then there's a call for you now to pray for others knowing that Jesus prays for us. Mga anak ng Diyos, tinawag po tayo to intercede for people not just for ourselves. Marami pong inaantok sa prayer life nila dahil lahat na lang ng hiningi nila para sa kanila. Lahat na lang ng prayer, araw-araw, ganun na lang. Lord, pengi pera. Lord, parang ganyan. Lord, protect mo ako. Alam mo, pag araw-araw, yan di, yung kausap mo, ganun lang sinasabi mo, eh magsasawa din sa'yo yung kausap mo, di ba? At ikaw magsasawa ka rin kasi yun lang din sinasabi mo. That's why you have to pray for others. Intercede for others. And we know 
Now that we know that the Spirit of God prays for us, we know that God causes everything to work together for the good of those who love God and called according to His purpose for them. God works all things out to those who love Him. For God used people in advance and He chose them to become like His Son so that His Son would be the firstborn among many brothers and sisters. Oh, look at the relational words being used by Paul in this letter. And having chosen them, He called them to what? Come to Him. And having called them, He gave them right standing with Himself. Tinatawag tayo ni Lord, mga anak niya. Anak niyang mabait, anak niyang pilyo, anak niyang makulit. Come, guys. Come to the Father. And you are given right standing with Him. And having given them right standing, He gave them His glory. I want to end with this. It is the call to live life with God. At the end of the day, in Romans 8, we would see how Paul tries to end a part of his letter by saying, this God is a relational God. This God wants to have fellowship with you. The way for you to pray for others, the way for you to understand all this future glory is we go back to verse 18. No suffering is worth comparing to the intrinsic value of knowing God and His glory. The call to live life with God. Pagkilala mo si Lord, and you walk with God intimately, closely, something really happens. I want to end with these stories. I've got three short stories. Diba sabi ko kanina, echo of a voice? Million-million na wala ng trabaho? You know what? In our own community, because we understand Romans 8, and that Christ is here for us, and that we are communities of grace, and that, there's, uh, that we can walk together even in the midst of suffering. We have seen our people support each other's businesses. Grabe. Yung kilala ko nagbebenta ng isda, halos lahat ng customer niya, taga Green Hills. Yung nagbebenta ng ganyan. Grabe, they started supporting each other's business. Pag mayroong seminar yung isa, atin yung mga taga church. What are they doing? They're making sure they share in the suffering. How? By supporting each other's business. Yan po ang keyword namin sa mga leaders. Hashtag support. So sulat mo na rin. Hashtag support. No? If you know somebody in church who's starting a business, pandesal man yan, or ano pa bang mga palaging inaano ngayon, di ba? Kung ano mang negosyo yan, na ini-start nila, they're, they're doing something, they're experimenting, let us learn how to support each other. Pakilala mo to somebody. Right? Our network, it's so big. Our community is so big. Let it be a network of grace, of God's favor and provision as we support each other's business. Natutuwa ako sa mga Viber groups na ito yung mga negosyo ng mga taga-church natin and they would start helping out each other. Secondly is the LSI. We have an ongoing ministry to the locally stranded individuals. Many of them will not be attending our church. Many of them are just stranded. This is, I think, Pastor Noel Nanias preaching to them. Hundreds gave their lives to Jesus. We gave them food. We gave them some emergency kits. And uh, the church is going there. Even as they're crying out, we want to go home. We cannot provide that solution. But we can make things better for them as Christians. Lastly, for those people 
you know, who might be sick and they're waiting for that answer, I want you to know that we need to be the church online and offline. Yes, we need this. I believe this message should go to thousands of people. It, we also know that the most effective way to be the church is to be offline, is to go where the people are, to minister to them, to pray for them, to stand in the gap for them. That is our role as Christians. So I want us to pray. Lord Jesus, we thank you. Lord, we thank you for Romans chapter 8 that commands us to stand in the gap and pray the same way you pray for us, the same way you're calling us. Lord, there's so much pain, there's so much crying in the world. I pray that as a church, we would take the challenge to pray, to intercede, and to do something. Lord, even as what we have been preaching for many years, that we are the hands and feet of Jesus to the world, we are the, we are the salt and the light of the world. As we understand how Christ restored us, how the Father invites us to His family, Lord, may we not keep this to ourselves. May we share this through our intercessions, our prayers, and our social actions that would bring justice, that would bring comfort, that would bring healing to the people, that they would get a glimpse of the glory of God through your church. Lord, continue to use Victory Green Hills. Lord, maraming salamat. Lord, even for business people, Lord, and people who have been giving sacrificially, Lord, so that the church can continue to operate. Lord, we thank you for outreach events that are happening that would bless communities and that would bring encouragement and hope and faith. Lord, may you continue to empower our people to do just that because that is who we are as people of God. Lord, may we embrace our role that in the midst of suffering, there's nothing compared to the glory of knowing you. Lord, sana maging totoong knowing you sa amin, Lord. Nang pag-church namin online, di lang siya maging religion. But really, even after this, we would build our relationship with you. Lord, this we pray in Jesus' name.